Hello, my explosive enchiladas. This is your toxically toasted tortilla, Matthew Sanborn-Smith and his bursting burrito cast, Beware the Hairy Mango. It's the May 14th show. Today's story is about crappy old life. Oh, sure, I could have given you a brief autobiography, but then how would you protect yourself from future disasters and a writer who seems to have a great deal of trouble counting the four apocalypses of the horsemen? The Four Apocalypses of the Horsemen by Matthew Sanborn-Smith. The apocalypses weren't too bad in retrospect. They had come on slowly as big gluten encroached on every aspect of our life. We unaffectionately referred to this period as gluteus maximus. It was true only a small percentage of folks had a problem with the consumption of gluten. It was also true 100% of us had a problem with consumption by gluten. I don't mean that literally. Well, save for a couple of tasty cases. I mean administratively. We were told what to glute, when to glute, how to glute, whom to glute on. Little wonder that society collapsed in such all-encompassing shackles. No one owned anything, and yet all our bills were still due. To whom, we couldn't even say. Nevertheless, we whipped our fiscal biplanes through endless bankruptcy loops until the red tape broke and flapped against the reels. Our videos went viral and infected our eyes and ears. Then those precious organs scrambled out of our heads to sight and sound other people, eventually metastasizing into big studio producers who blanded out everything that was good in our culture. Thank goodness we no longer had eyes and ears. When the world got hit with widespread electromagnetic pulses, they turned out to be orgasms that our power plants were having. Talk about finding coal in your stockings. Our nuclear plants shot out beach ball-sized suns all over the landscape. Yeah, some folks in Siberia were playing beach blanket bingo in the middle of February, but many of us no longer had tan lines because our clothing and skin had been incinerated. Thank goodness our hydroelectric plants were squirting all over the place. But this transformed global warming into global hotting, and once again the Siberians made out well since they already had their surfboards out on the worldwide ocean. We didn't even know there was a zombie outbreak at the time because that was a problem for the octopuses, not us. We were too busy losing control of the nanotechnology that was supposed to be building artificial islands for us out of the remnants of the robot uprising. We'd actually been pretty proud of the way we'd handled the robot uprising. While they were still organizing, we sent our senior citizens in with a request to use the robots to switch the old folks' email providers. Our grandmothers rendered the robots completely useless within seven minutes. There came a time when the Earth couldn't possibly get any worse, and yet we were still here. We had been through every evil and wretched thing a species could think to do to itself, and a handful it couldn't. But then there was the celebratory cake we awarded ourselves for getting through it all. It was true that the cake served two dozen people, and there were ten billion of us, but we'd toughened up by then and could take a no-cake night. We didn't even freak out about the wax on the cake. Some people tried to explain it was actually fondant, but since you couldn't taste the difference between the two, it didn't really matter. But things got really ugly when we discovered the cake was gluten-free. Did I mention we were horsemen? If this story took your cake, you can blow it and other magic candles at the web hosting of the Buttercream Frosting, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Bob unsinkably in the comments for this post or Presley mail me and we'll wiggle our pelvises at the clam bake right next to Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com or apply fake nails until our manicure shop collapses like a house of disconnected wood at BewareTheHairyMango.gmail.com. Whenever we kidnapped Hollywood's greatest mad scientists, the SF and SF signal used to could stand for spaceflight, which we once achieved without the use of special effects. Carefully following their careless 
instructions, we then captured Lucille Ball and Rosalind Russell and powered our starship with the no longer theoretical MAME-anti-MAME drive. Sadly, our crew tore itself apart arguing about whether or not they should sing. If you can keep your tweets while all about you are losing their shit, you'll be a follower of twitter.com slash upwithgravity, my son. Oh, relax. I'm followed by plenty of people who lose their shit on Twitter, too. I guess it's appropriate their logo is a bird. Hey, folks, we've got less than 20 shows left until it's all over. If you want the rest of us to smell your two cents on Beware the Hairy Mango, send in your emails or mp3s, and assuming they're not completely psychotic, I'll try to shove them in the last episode of the show. By last, I mean the final episode, not the previous episode. I'm not magic. Yes, I know all I have to do is re-edit and repost the previous show, so let me clarify once more. I didn't mean to say that I'm not magic. I meant to say I'm too lazy, and no one listening to this can argue with that. How about some sexy dollars for a sexy podcast? Rub the donate button on the Mango homepage and make that happen. So far, I've only received sexually awkward dollars, and I can't figure out why. This podcast picks at that scab on your face as you struggle to push it away, afraid it will be revealed to everyone that you were made entirely of scab, and the grossness of yourself will take front seat to the trauma that actually created crusty you, not to mention the impossibility of your very existence in light of having no usable organs except for your mouth organ, upon which you play old blues tunes about you and your old man drinking down the whole of a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial star like 4.0 international license. Until you discover a way to reclaim your lost methane and tell people you've captured thunder in a bottle, this will be your oaf around town, Matthew Sanborn Smith, reminding you even the smartest kids at the wizard school flunk armor class. Good night. Today's story is all about crappy old life. Oh sure, I could have given you a brief autobiography, but then how would you protect yourself from future disasters and a writer who seems to have a great deal of trouble counting the four... Fuck. Fuck. <sighs> Today's story is about crappy old life. Oh sure, I could have given you a brief autobiography, but then how would you protect yourself from the future disasters? No.